Welcome to a special edition on the Enlightenment Radio to the Ukraine Independence Day. Congratulations. You've made it this far. No sense in stopping now. I got some more here. Had to switch computers, of course, this morning. The usual.
We got the heavy metal version. Marching band like that, Putin, your days are over. They're numbered.
Well, that's a little heavy metal version. We're celebrating today the Independence Day of the Ukraine. So let me put that one off so nothing will come on afterwards and spoil our afternoon here. I'm going to read a little bit of what people think, their opinions of what independent. This is from Elena. First of all, she's 29. She's Ukrainian. First of all, of course, freedom. Freedom of Ukrainian culture, language, freedom to be Ukrainian. For centuries, all of these things have been constantly banned, and this is important for us. In the context of the war, it acquired a new meaning. I better get my glasses on. I had to change computers, so bear with me. It is the belief that independence is worth defending and enduring the dangers of war. Because if going back means destroying everything that has been hard to rebuild since the 1990s. Independence Day is just a day, just a, another reminder that Ukrainian is ready to endure any misfortune, but not to be absorbed or conquered, better to be free than to live as a slave. That's my thoughts. Well, that's wonderful. She said she felt like she was writing a high school essay. So I have some other people's opinions also on the Ukrainian Independence Day as we go through this hour on Enlightenment Radio. This is your host, Mystic Guide. You can find us on Apple and Android, Apple apps. You can also find the mysticalvoyage.com is our mothership for body, soul, and spirit, relationships, spiritual healing, transformation, Christ in a Mystery book, the most wonderful living book ever written. And Spotify has our podcast, and a few days later, they will be in Ukrainian language and captions. So I'm discovering myself a little bit of what it's like to be a uh, independent Ukrainian. Oh, no, they went away. Okay, let's find this girl here who does a sweet version of Ukrainian Patriot Folk Song. Let me read one more from you, from our viewers, our listening viewers, our listening audience. Hello, my dear. This is from Posse. Good question. Love, a friend wrote to me that in Dnepro we woke up in the night from strong explosions. She had a baby. I'm so worried about them. Thank you that I am safe now. You're my hero. 
To me, Independence Day represents a day of unity and freedom. I think it is an opportunity to honor those who fought for our future, celebrate the moments that made our country so special. This is so important. This is a day that reminds me of the significance of our history and inspires me to strive for to be the best. And, you know, as I, after your message, I was still sitting here thinking, thinking this day symbolizes absolute freedom. Freedom is the word that Mel Gibson yelled out in Braveheart. Freedom is what we're all yelling out about here in America. If all America and the Western civilization is about freedom and they're trying to destroy it and take it from us, you know that. The opportunity to live, love, and build a life in a country where our rights and choices are valued. This day should be a reminder of how important it is to fight for our values and maintain our independence to create a better future for ourselves and the generations to come. Thank you, Posse. I love you. She is on her way out. She couldn't take the bombing. They actually were shelling and sirens and the missiles just seemed to hit her area of living more often and she couldn't take it anymore. She's living alone. She's 26. I don't blame her. So we donated and helped her get, uh, at least uh, she's over in Poland right now. So let's see how this goes. See what this lady has to say. Let's get to the start. Чого стрільці, а ми твою 
Sedamina Loza, Ail Pravda Zali Setsa Nesminu, Enlightenment Radio, Rupo Vso Musvidu, Zed Vami 24 Godini Musiki, Prami Translasi Talmishtasni Pied Devisan Harista Pied Kas Mishtagnoi Podrozi, Tokakon. Well, let's hear about this. I'm sure you've heard about this breaking news. This general, Rojinkin, who uh, was defying on his way to march his troops into Moscow to uh, overthrow Putin or to at least endeavor to make a statement He has been uh, shot down, according to all news sources. I don't know if they've discovered his body, identified it yet. We don't know. But Russia claims to have shot it down. So here's the news. A Prigozhin crashed northwest of Moscow on Wednesday. Prigozhin and nine other people were killed, according to Russian authorities. Wagner-affiliated social media channels claim the plane was shot down by Russian air defenses. The incident marks an abrupt end to two months of speculation and mystery surrounding Prigozhin's whereabouts and his status in Putin's inner circle. Here's how we arrived at this moment. On June 23rd and 24th, Prigozhin led a mutiny against the Russian government, eventually capturing a military headquarters in the city of Rostov marching a column of Wagner fighters toward Moscow. But the rebellion ended almost as quickly as it started, when Prigozhin negotiated a deal with Putin that granted him immunity from prosecution if he went into exile in Belarus. Prigozhin left Rostov to applause has appeared only a handful of times since. After using the war in Ukraine to build an increasingly public profile, Prigozhin's social media presence suddenly went dark. Then, on June 29th, five days after the mutiny, despite his negotiated exile, Russian media published photos claiming to show Prigozhin in St. Petersburg. Putin later said he had met with Prigozhin on that day to discuss Wagner Group's future. Then, in late June and into July, flight tracking data showed Prigozhin's jet taking trips between Russia and Belarus, as satellite images confirmed the construction of a new Wagner camp there. In mid-July, Wagner social media channels published a photo claiming to show Prigozhin in a tent at Wagner's new Belarusian camp, suggesting the group's transition was proceeding as planned. 
On July 19th, the first video of Prigozhin since the mutiny emerged. Wagner's social media channels published a video claiming to show Prigozhin and Wagner commander Dmitry Utkin speaking to Wagner fighters. In his speech, Prigozhin discusses Wagner's new role, training the Belarusian military, and pledges a renewed focus. A week later, African leaders assembled in St. Petersburg for the Russia-Africa summit. Wagner social media posted photos of Prigozhin at the summit, meeting with representatives from the Central African Republic and African media outlets. On August 21st, Wagner Group continued to signal its focus on Africa. Wagner's Telegram channels published a video of Prigozhin in which he claims to be in Africa and shares a recruiting message. Just two days later, Prigozhin's plane was shot down. Well, coincidence, just the day before uh, Independence Day, you know, that guy was no friend of the Ukrainians either. He, uh, he was, he was uh, brought on to kill more Ukrainians. Let's hear what uh, ABC has to say about the same news story. <clears throat> what? Come on. So I had it all lined up. Of course I had it all lined up and then where to go. Well, let's play a little uh, VAR theme while I find it.
Peace Corps, volunteers, partners, communities, and more. Okay, after this advertisement here, we'll get to the ABC News take on the uh, crash, the obvious shoot-down of uh, Putin's revenge. Are we ready? Yes. Dead in a plane crash yesterday. Evgeny Prigozhin led a brief insurrection against Vladimir Putin earlier this year. Our foreign correspondent Tom Supi Burge is on the scene in Ukraine. Good morning, Tom. Morning, George. It's a stunning development. Yevgeny Prigozhin, the Wagner mercenary boss who launched a mutiny, marching on Moscow just weeks ago, now presumed dead. His private jet taking off from Moscow, breaking up midair, minutes into a fatal flight. This morning, the man who led a mutiny against the Kremlin said to be on board this plane, the private jet breaking up midair, then falling 28,000 feet crashing into a ball of fire north of Moscow in video circulating online. The jet belonged to Yevgeny Prigozhin, the leader of the infamous Wagner mercenary group. Russia's aviation agency saying Prigozhin, one of 10 people on board, no one survived. Video circulating online from the crash site showing what appears to be puncture marks in the wreckage, consistent, some experts say, with a missile strike, although other unconfirmed reports in Russia suggesting there was an explosion on board. It's flight tracking data all normal, the plane then making erratic movements before suddenly plummeting down. Prigozhin, a one-time close ally of Putin, fell out with the Russian Ministry of Defense over the war in Ukraine. His Wagner fighters then mounting a rebellion, taking control of a key Russian city, threatening to march on Moscow. Putin going on national TV, calling Wagner traitors but then reportedly cutting a deal with Prigozhin, who then said his troops had redeployed to Belarus. Prigozhin made millions from his catering company. Back then, his nickname was Putin's chef. But it was Wagner that gave him real power, his mercenaries accused of using brutal tactics to enforce Russian influence abroad. The Wagner boss last seen in this video just days ago, bragging he was back to business in Africa. This morning, people leaving flowers outside Wagner offices in Russia. One in the U.S., President Biden asked if he thought Putin had Prigozhin killed. I don't know for a fact what happened, but I'm not surprised. There's not much that happens when Russia is not behind. From the poisoning of a Russian defector to the shooting of a political opponent and prominent Russian businessmen reportedly falling out of windows. Putin's enemies have often met swift and violent deaths. And what he's trying to telegraph by hunting these men down all over the world is that you can't get away, so don't even think of betraying me. Now, for the U.S. and Ukraine, Prigozhin was a war criminal and a monster. But in Russia, he enjoyed popular support and commanded thousands of men. So far, only silence from the Kremlin. We'll have to see whether its authority is challenged in any way over this, or will Putin, on the surface at least, look all-powerful again. Guys? All right, Tom. Appreciate your reporting. Russia right now, the head of the paramilitary organization of Wagner Group, presumed dead in a plane crash yesterday. Evgeny Prigozhin led a brief insurrection against Vladimir Putin earlier this year. Everybody knows that the days are loaded. Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed. Everybody knows the war is over. Everybody knows the good guy. 
Well, everybody know the captain lied. We're not stupid. His boat is sinking. Everybody's boat is sinking because the captain lied. They locked us down, told us there was a disease that was going to kill millions. They lied. Told us there was a vaccine that was going to help. They lied. Told us there was a vaccine that would prevent COVID from happening again. It lied. It was even worse. It killed people. Throw that vaccine in the dumpster. Politicians are rising up now, telling them how they're going to help us come out of this economy, this treasury that's about ready to crash. They're lying. They got a plan to replace our dinero. So Enlightenment Radio is keeping ahead of the game. We're just trying to keep it real. Independence Day is real for Ukraine. You're still independent now. Russia is not occupying your country. Remember that. They are not occupying Kiev. They're not occupying your country. They're just pissing around you, cutting off your food, your ammunition, killing your soldiers. I know that's hard, but keep it up. Keep it up. Because I know one thing. If there's anything that can keep a man fighting in the field, if there's any one thing that can keep a man moving, can keep a man coming, thinking about coming home, it's Anna's Recipes. <laughs> Anna's Recipes time. Yes, sir. It's a food from a good cooking woman that keeps a man going. He's waiting to come home to the borscht, those desserts. And this day, Anna's Delicious Cabbage Rolls. Thank you, sweet Anna. Her picture's on her website, theukraineofhope.com, and her recipe site. She's done others. We're going to add more. She's got three more dishes she owes me. They're sitting here, pictures of them, but no recipes. I'm going to get on her about that. Anna, you sweetheart. She is so sweet. She's the sweetest girl, sweetest pen pal. Beautiful blue eyes. I said to her, Anna, you know, your blue eyes... God painted the sky blue, but he had a little paint left over, and he painted your eyes with that paint. Same color blue. What a beautiful girl. Okay, enough said about her beauty. Cooking cabbage rolls with meat and rice, of course, takes time, but it's worth the trouble. Ingredients. One medium cabbage. Wow. One lousy cabbage is going to feed a household. It does. It looks good. 500G minced meat, beef, pork, or mixed. Yes, 500G grams. One large onion, one carrot, one cup of rice, two to three teaspoons of tomato paste. Now, this is all posted on our website, so don't get in a hurry to write it down. One egg, salt and pepper, spices to taste. One bay leaf. How does she know it needs one bay leaf? I, I just, this has always gotten me about recipes. How do they know it needs? What if it doesn't have a bay leaf? How much difference is it going to taste? I, I'm just amazed. But these, the taste buds of these recipes, these girls, these people, they know the difference. You left out the bay leaf. <laughs> Salt and pepper, spices to taste. I went to Bailey. 500 
M-I, tomato sauce, passata. Yes. Sour cream or cream preserving. That is my favorite. You put sour cream in anything, I'll eat it. Over here in America, we buy Mexican sour cream. I do. Not very many people do. I buy Mexican sour cream. It is the sweetest, most tasteful dish you'll ever have. You don't need any. Like, if you want to dip, to dip chips in, just buy the Mexican Supreme sour cream. And you, you don't need to add any dip sauce. It is a dip sauce. It's a beautiful tasting sour cream. And let's start cooking. That a girl. She's been over the stove now. Sniffing, savoring. First, take the cabbage and cut out the main head. Put it on a pot boiling. Water for a couple of minutes to make the leaves softer and easier to roll. And be carefully separate the leaves from the head one by one. Wow. Carefully separate the leaves from head one by one. I would have to have me an assistant do that. In another pot, cook the rice. That's right, you got to have rice. Until half cooked, half cooked, about five to seven minutes. Then drain in water and leave the rice to cook. I get it. Finally, chop the onion and fry in a pan until golden brown. And grated carrots to it. Add grated carrots to it and continue cooking until the vegetables are soft. Mix the fried onions and carrots with the minced meat in a large bowl. Add boiled rice, eggs, salt, pepper, and your favorite spices. Mix everything thoroughly. This will be the stuffing for the cabbage rolls. Now the most fun... Twisting cabbage rolls, take each cabbage roll leaf and place a portion of filing, filling in it. Fold the sheet first from the sides and then from the top and bottom like a burrito. Put a tender cabbage leaves in the bottom of the deep pan. Wow, that's a good idea. This will produce or protect the cabbage rolls from burning. Oh, sweet. Good idea. Put the cabbage rolls in the pan and close each other. Dilute the tomato paste with water. Add salt. There's that bay leaf again. And pour cabbage rolls with the sauce. Bring everything to a boil and then reduce the heat. Cover the pan with a lid and cook for about 40 to 50 minutes until the cabbage rolls become soft. When the cabbage rolls are ready, carefully place them on a plate. Pour the tomato sauce on top. Oh, that sounds delicious now. I am hungry. Cabbage rolls are served with sour cream and cream. Oh, yes. They give a delicate taste and make the dish even tastier. This is such a simple and delicious recipe. You're delicious, Anna. We should call it Delicious Anna's Recipes. Well, that's what keeps our soldiers fighting. Don't you know? Don't you know? So, the uh, working on a different computer every time makes a difference. 
artist. Fleury. Where's my Fleury? There she is. So, well, did anybody uh, think that that guy that uh, betrayed or tried to backpedal on Putin and invade Moscow was going to really win that one? I don't think so.
Fleury, what a singer. She uh, teamed up with Urell. They sound a lot alike. Oh my gosh, there she goes. So, we're continuing our celebration of the Ukraine independence today. And I think, quite frankly, that guy that was shot down as a help to their independence. He was kind of conflicted there at the end about Russia, Ukraine. I don't know what his story was. I don't care. War is hell. War is evil. War is wrong. These guys are wrong. They're devils. They're, de they're evil. And they need to be annihilated from the planet of the face of the planet Earth, as far as I'm concerned. How's that for a... Oh, a nice Christian point of view. <laughs> David thought so. There was a time when God told David to wipe every Philistine out of the face of the land. There are times when God needs soldiers. There are times when God needs these unfit, evil bastards wiped off the face of the land we are going to occupy and live in peace and harmony and love. But they just won't let us be, so God knows we have to have our warriors too. We're not just a bunch of pacifists. We're not ones that turn our other cheeks. That's all in the old Gospels. No, sir. We put on the whole armor of God. We fight this spiritual battle with spiritual weapons. Our spiritual weapons are speaking in tongues, tongues with interpretation, prophecy, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discerning of spirits, faith, miracles, and healing. These are the spiritual powers that we have to spite these, fight these spiritual battles. Now, if we spite a, spite a, <laughs> I got dyslexic since COVID, I'm sorry. Since we've, fighting a spiritual battle with spiritual weapons, who do you think's on our side, God or the devil? Devil loses in the end. You've read the book, right? He loses in the end. So look at the big picture. Don't be disheartened. Don't be dismayed. I know some of you have had your children abduction. Oh, we are still not going to let that up. Ladies and gentlemen, Vladimir Putin is the Dr. Evil who's responsible for the abduction of 40,000 Ukrainian children. He is Dr. Evil, and he is culpable, and all the leaders who let him get away with it are culpable, and every one of these news organizations that let him get away with it are culpable. This man needs to be tried and hanged and shot by a tribunal tried by a tribunal a war these are war crimes what are you leaders doing sitting on your asses not doing a damn thing about this son of a buck who's abducting children trafficking children nothing so you're all culpable go on to ukraineheartofthehope.com you can see who's culpable we're adding more every day Buffoon Biden, ice cream melting down his chest as he's sniffing young girl's hair. He doesn't give a crap about it. He doesn't even know where he is. This disgusts me what Americans have come to. How could they let themselves be locked down? How could 80 million votes go to Biden? No way. Sat in a basement for a year and got 80 million votes? What's well, a new one, and it's a campaign strategy on me. Did you know last night they had a debate from the Republicans? Trump didn't even show up, and he's got 52% of the polls, and the other guys can't break 10. 
I'm telling you, if they indict Trump, they arrest him, cut him loose on bail, he's going to run for president, and he's going to win. That's the only... I don't care if he goes, he's got a little felony. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's a neighboring county here has a bad reputation. They even lost their accreditation in their schools. If you graduated from their high school, it was so bad you didn't get accreditation for it to go to college. Well, their illustrious mayor had 70-some indictments against him, and he had a tank in his backyard. <laughs> they voted him back in. <laughs> so you never know. This is such a corrupt, back-and-forth, evil, corrupt world. We live above it here at Enlightenment Radio. We know that we are the spiritual enlightened ones, and we have been transcended. We have been chosen, called, and elected to be not part of this. We've been separated. Sanctified means to be separated from all of this. God has sanctified us justified us, made us righteous, made us redeemed, and made us ministers of reconciliation. I think that's what we're going to teach in the next few weeks on the uh, Tea Party, our sonship rights, that nobody teaches. Nobody teaches that you have the righteousness of God now when you're spiritually born again. How righteous is God? Well, you figure it out. I don't think you can get any more righteous than God, and he's given it to you as a gift. You don't earn it anymore. I had something else to play here. Oh, I have just the time to play it, too. Oh, I hope I left it on my YouTube. No, I switched YouTube. I'm going to find it. Give me a chance. We're going to go out with this song. This is the Battle Hymn of the Republic. Ladies and gentlemen... We had our own civil wars. And this is my favorite song. I wrote a book about it. It's called The Ancestor, if you ever want to look at it on Amazon. The Ancestor by Michael Meyer. It's about my uh, family heritage. It's a cross between fiction and nonfiction. It's a little time travel involved, a little soft science involved. But it also involves... It's so relevant to today, tearing down statues, tearing down history. Our history means everything to us. So does it mean everything to you, you Ukrainians, your history, your heritage, your family, your traditions, your cooking. All of it is a part of your tradition and heritage. And you hold on to that. And that's what the globalists are trying to do is tear apart our heritage. Look at what they're doing to London. Londoners are pulling their hair out with all the migrants that are infiltrating their country. We are, too. By the millions, they're infiltrating our country. They don't give a crap about our Constitution. They don't give a crap about our way of life, our language, our system, or everything. They're just a bunch of pukes coming over here, destroying our country. Third world is what they want to turn us into. And it's happening in London. I listen to them every night. They're sick of these people coming into their country and turning it into a third world. Every situation with immigrants should immigrants should rise with the ship in the water, but they don't. They sink us. 
That's their intention. They bring us down. Don't let me get started. Like Jack Nicholson said, I got to find that. Before I leave today, I wouldn't be doing all this had my computer not gone out, so I have an excuse. Which one did I choose? There it is. I'm going to go out with this song. This is our battle hymn of the Republic that was our song during the Civil War that kept us going, just like your songs and your music and your heritage keeps you going. Ladies and gentlemen, the battle hymn of the Republic. (laughs) 